option. But unfortunately, Bill started the kicker, so he was kind of hoping we'd make the stop, force him to kick. Fuck. Damn. What a pickle. I got to be honest, guys. I'm going to side with Dick and Craig on this one. Let him keep the touchdown. What? You have three minutes left. You lose the game. Yeah, I know. Sucks. But I started Trayshawn in my league, too. And the league I'm in is no joke. $150 buy. No, no way, bro. I low-key started your defense in my league this week. Damn, man, I was hoping you would strip the ball from my hands on that last play. Then I hit that crucial last spin move on you, and I scored a touchdown. I was like, fuck, you know? What the hell's going on here, guys? All right, coach. So basically, it was a holding call. But these dudes started me in their fantasy league, which is cool because this dude started our quarterback. But he started our kicker, and I started their defense. So it's kind of a pickle. Yeah. Are you shitting me with this shit? Compromising the integrity of this game with your fantasy football leagues? Listen to me. If there was holding, you make that holding call. I don't care if it was on our team or not. I care about this game too much to let you coach. You started their defense too, didn't you? Yeah, you definitely started their defense. You're goddamn right, I did. You've been killing it for me this year, Corey. Fuck yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Scudder, my brother, was happening? Hey, fantasy, it's session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick we need that correction. Talk them out, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy, it's session. Fantasy, it's session. Fantasy, it's session. What it is, hopefully it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy In Session, the podcast. Today is November the 20th, and the boys are back in town. As always, listening to this, um, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, leave a comment, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend where you Uh heard the best podcast in the world. Uh, How y'all fellas doing today, bro? Feeling good, man. Ready to get this show on the road. Part two, man. Let's get it. Week 11, bro. Whoa. Right. Here pretty we here. Why is Shout it week out. 11 already? It seems like Shout last out. week was week one. Crazy. Shout yeah. out to the legendary versus yesterday. I hope you guys tuned in. That was Cheers. lit. Let's wow. get it. <laughs> it's the wild. <laughs> <laughs> I smell. I smell. I smell. I anyway. Should, I, should, I, I told y'all, bro. Jeezy, bro. He couldn't hold his jock strap, bro. I tried to tell y'all, bro. It was, it was hey, more than the music to me. Saying, bro. Right, Gucci, Gucci came there for a purpose. Exactly, <laughs> and I feel like was, he's, his purpose it wasn't was to play no heat. It wasn't to play I, no. I heat. hope y'all won. I hope y'all won the same motherfuckers that was like that got on that was like down and push a T because he got too disrespectful. No, no, yeah. never that. Oh, okay, because it is some people out there, bro. <laughs> like, hold up, bro. <laughs> this is rap beef. This is beef. Yeah, exactly. What's beef? <laughs> never mind. But it know. was great for them to see to see them perform so icy, man. Like. That was awesome, bro. Like the whole city of Atlanta got a win for that, bro. For sure. All right. Shout out to the culture. One, two, check, check. Uh, how y'all feeling about y'all week going forward? How y'all, oh, we need we could talk about Thursday night football. Uh the what's that? The Cardinals face. Let's just get a moment of silence to all the black kings and queens out there that's fallen soldiers before we get into it. All right, man. We back and we back. Rest in peace, Mimi. Um, yeah, man. So let's get into Thursday night football. Who was it? The 28-21. The Seattle t- took down the Cardinals, man. 
wasn't it, I mean 28-21 is not a bad total, but it wasn't as high-flying, action-packed as it was that first week. So I guess uh, you know, they had that tape on them. So defense kind of clamped down a little bit more this week. Uh a lot not a lot of I guess like winning lead games for a lot of the stars out there. DeAndre Hopkins had a bad game, uh Christian Kirk had a bad game. The quarterbacks I don't course, see how let's Fitzgerald ends up with two more targets at Hopkins after that catch Hopkins made last week. Like he should have got every single target in this game. Every bro. opportunity possible. What more do you need to see, bro? Like <laughs> and y'all needed y'all needed to score at the end of the game too. And he did not go to DeAndre Hopkins on that drive. It was, it was really kind weird. of weird. Kind of weird. Like, I don't know, man. He did get injured though in the game. He got a little banged up his shoulder. I think he got a little um AC joint sprain, I want to say it was. Mm-hmm. But he's not expecting to miss time. Um, he's still still had a decent game, man. You know, we 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 expect more from Kyler Murray at this point. But yeah. twenty points, man. I'm not gonna get mad at that. We just been spoiled. Um, Russell Wilson is boiling now, man. How you feel about Russell Wilson going forward? Yeah, I'm starting to um value him a little less, man. It's like I was telling y'all yesterday, man. That game plan looked very, very similar to. 2019 Seahawks, man, when they were like, you know, focused around the run. So, I mean, it worked too. So, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see if that's the game plan going forward, man, because they were letting Russ cook, but with that sorry ass defense and a lack of a really a run game, they, you know, they weren't winning games. They were forcing Wilson to do too much. So, still starting him every week, still like him as a QB1, but I'm not viewing him as that, you know, locked and loaded MVP. Like Let Russ cook. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I can dig it. disappointing, but I, you know, I understand it. Carlos Hyde looked good and it probably replaced me. Chris Carson probably be back next week. Um, yep. DK Metcalf dropped or got hit in the face with a fastball. <laughs> Yo, that was wild. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy, bro. Oh. Put your hands up, bro. <laughs> hey, at that moment, I just vision a whole bunch of fantasy owners just cussing them out. So like, <laughs> we get paid millions of dollars to catch a football. You know how they go overboards. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Still was, salvages day. He did get a touchdown earlier in the game, though, so he's still salvages day. For sure. Just, well, ended with 12. Not bad. Um, anybody think else from that game? Tyler Lockett. Um, Tyler Lockett had a, a really good game. He caught all nine of his targets for 67 yards and <laughs> a touchdown. So, not complaining with that, but Drake and Edmonds, man, that looked like a. I think, I mean, you're happy with both of them if you ran mm-hmm. them out uh, yesterday because they both scored a touchdown. And, and you know, um, I guess it's looking like a 50 50 split almost. I don't know how many snaps did y'all got the snaps from that game? Hold on. <clears throat> 46% for Drake and 56. So Chase actually out snapped them. That's crazy. They were playing from behind I, a lot. Yeah, yeah I was about to true. say in the two-minute drill, yeah. So, you know, he down on passing downs. But, yeah, I agree with that. It, they're both lining up to be some weekly flex plays. Back twos, yeah. For sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I think that's about all from that game. Um, Before we get into news and notes, if you have any trades out there that you don't want to go through, make sure you fucking <laughs> cancel them. And don't never mind. Um, <laughs> let's get into news and notes. It's the last time we potted. That is me growing up, y'all. Just want y'all to know that. Um, <laughs> my guy Joe Mixon, um, uh, with the foot injury is apparently not gonna play again. 
but they said he does not have a major foot injury. I don't know how you could not have a major foot injury and miss five weeks. He might not have a major foot any injury anymore. It might be like getting <laughs> now, but I obviously it was a major foot injury, bro. Like you miss this will be his fifth week, fifth week. I want to yeah, say. Five. Fifth week, bro. Oh my god, bro. Come on. No, nah, come on. He's just on vacation. He's not. It's it's a minor injury. He just wanted some time off from the game. That's probably why he was dancing on the sideline when they reported it that first week. They say he was out there dancing on the sideline. He was like, "Ooh, they gonna keep me out for nothing, nothing hell. Let's get it. Free bands, free bands." <laughs> um, Brandon Ayuk um, is on the COVID list along with Trent Williams, the left tackle. So that is bad news for the four. On it by the on it by this week. So hopefully, yes, yeah. So hopefully they get better before they come back. Uh, Lions officially announced that Ken, Kenny Galladay and Demi and Amendola are out for the game, and I think DeAndre Good. Swift. Right. Good. Sheesh. Yeah, man. We just talked about the Lions too, and I think that kind of I still think you could start them, especially like in two quarterback leagues, but you might want to start looking for other options in um one QB leagues. Oh yeah, have for sure. His weapons out there. Yeah, we talked about him on the last game. We thought, I mean, last episode, we thought it was going to be a good matchup, but I don't know about some. I think his ceiling is just got peripheral. Yeah. Um, Alvin Kamara and Devontae Adams, who were both missing practices this week, are back um, are the, and expected to play on Sunday. Uh, Drew Locke is questionable with a rib injury. Drew Brees has been placed on the, at the um, injured reserve list, so he's going to miss at least three weeks. So, again, if you think that Jameis Winston is going to – um, get out that by Taysom Hill. You should probably take your trade out. But how y'all feel about facts? That? <laughs> facts. Like yeah, if you aren't aware, um, been living over, under a rock, haven't been on Twitter today. Then um, Taysom Hill has officially been named the starter for that. You could take this how you want because I personally, man, I, I just don't see it, man. I just I got I'm like gay, right? I gotta see it with my eyes before I believe this, man, because oh, I just feel like this is gamesmanship from the Saints. Talking about a guy in Taysom Hill who's only thrown a pass 18 times in his four-year career. So I mean, and then you go back to last year when Breeze got hurt and Teddy Bridgewater took most of the steps. So I just think this might be some gamesmanship. I could be completely wrong. I might be completely wrong. I might just be in might just be being naive right now. I just don't want to believe, but I don't see it, man. So but the fact is, weeks. I don't think I don't think you could play, you know, Breeze or not Breeze at uh, Winston at all this week. And so, you know, that's confirmed. My theory is confirmed or not, you know. I definitely right. for three weeks, I'm definitely not. I don't think they're gonna play Taysom Hill for three weeks. They had him yeah, last I don't see it. Do it. So they went and got Jameis Winston for a reason. Man, exactly. this is what they it did is. Pay, they did pay Tyson. I can't lie. I mean, they did pay him a pretty weird, weirdly big contract. So it could be, man. I just it's just very hard to believe. He's not a real quarterback. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? What you said, you find it hard to believe what, Javar? Nah, I was just gonna tell you what it is, man. They scattered the Falcons defense. That's it. That's what I thought it was, too, honestly. They just trying to, you know what I'm saying, shake it up back there. But hopefully Jameis Winston does well for you on your team, bro. Appreciate that second round pick. Um, Shots fired. Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins set to return. Uh, we'll get to that when we get to the game. Uh, y'all got anything else? I don't see anything else that we did since the last time we probably just recorded it, what, a day ago? I don't believe. Uh, Ridley doesn't have an injury oh, de- no. designation, so – um, it's looking like he's good to go. He was limited in practice all week, but I guess he did enough for them to, you know. 
I saw him on social week, media, so. bro. Um, before the versus uh battle, because I follow him on social media, and he was dancing, and I was gonna be pretty upset if he wasn't playing on Sunday because he was dancing. Uh, <laughs> are you out here dancing? You else nothing dance, but you can't exactly. go out here and catch passes. Okay, exactly. You out here making the club go crazy. You need to make sure <laughs> <laughs> you made my fantasy team go crazy, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hunting and Teddy, let's go. Let's go. Need it. Saints. I really hate the Saints. Uh, but anyway, that's it. Y'all got no more news? Nope. All right, man. Shit. Let's get into the uh let's get into it while we here. First game, what we got? We got Cincinnati versus Washington. Cincinnati is a one-point underdog with a 47 point over and under. Over and under. You said 47? 47. Yeah, Joe Burrow uh, still has not thrown the ball for less than 40 yards. I mean, 40 times all year. Um, he did go against Pittsburgh, and they have a pretty good defense, so we didn't expect him to be a, a world beater. But he still put up 14 points, so he didn't kill you. You know what I mean? Um, he does face mm-hmm. another tough defense going into this week with his number seventh overall defense in the Washington Redskins and the number one passing defense in the league, only allowing 194 yards uh, through the air per game, Matt Stafford did just uh, torch him without their without his best weapon. So, how do you feel about Joe Burrow going into this week? Definitely like Joe Burrow this week. Um, just to go back on that, he he has thrown it for less than forty. Yeah, you know he hasn't thrown it. Le- he has thrown it less than forty, yeah. but he is averaging forty one attempts per game yeah. this year. So, you know, definitely like like him this week because you know they're going to pass the ball and. Um, yeah, I'm not scared of this matchup. They are pretty good against quarterbacks, but like you said, if Matt Stafford can go out there without Galladay, man, I'm, I think I'm going to trust Burrow, who's throwing the ball on average 40 times a game. All right, so it's it's not it's not Joe Burrow. It's, it's Justin Herbert. My bad. I got to stop. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, no, my bad, my bad. I was They're both studs. They're both studs. <laughs> I got him at number 15 going into the week. Um Gio Bernard, he also had a bad week last week against the Steelers. He did see 15 opportunities, however, with 47 yards. He did not get into the end zone. Um, if you're going to beat Washington, it will be against the ground. They're allowing 126 yards on the ground per game. Um, not a lot of backs have been targeted in the back, um, have been targeted out of the backfield going against Washington. Um, but they seem to give up a lot of points that way if you're going to beat them. And I think Gio gets got at least uh, 16 targets over the last three weeks. So oh, I, so, oh targets. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So I like him. I like, yeah, it, I, I did. Uh, Perrine was used more than I would like to see. And, uh, and you know, that could have been just because they were getting blown out and they just wanted to give Ryan. some other somebody. P Ryan. Yeah. Did I, what did I say? Perrine. Perrine. P Ryan. Yeah. yeah so, so uh, yeah. Side. <laughs> yeah, I just pronounced it wrong. I guess it's like kind of like Shepard, but you know, you know, talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, he was used more than I would like to see, but you know, that was just that first game, and it was a blowout. So I'm not gonna, you know, I don't think it that was like gonna. I don't think that's gonna happen going forward. He is averaging 17 opportunities in the three games that uh Mixon has missed. So I think he's a middling RB two. Yeah, I got him at I think 15 right now. I can dig it. Yes. Uh, as a consensus, we got him at 18. So, uh, middling RB2. T. Higgins uh, led the team in targets <laughs> last week. Nine catches, caught seven of them for 115 yards and a touchdown. Um, I, I was fading T. Higgins last week. I don't think – after last week, I don't think – I think he's matchup proof now. 
Uh, Definitely. That's his guy. Now, Steelers, Steelers aren't that shut down against the pass. It's really the run that they that you don't want to play your running backs against them. But nevertheless, he's a rookie, and that was a you know it wasn't an easy matchup. So it was good to see him come through with a nice game. And he's averaging seven targets a game this year since week three, averaging fourteen point three points per game, and is the wide receiver eleven in that span, bro. So that is a nice and large sample size. I think he's here to stay, man. He's a beast. It's so weird that he wasn't even talked about, like, for real, for real, during the offseason. I mean, people talked about him, of course, but he wasn't up there, like, with the first-round picks. And I thought once he went with Joe Burrow, I thought that was, like, a match made in heaven. I think it was just because, they, you know, they people were expecting bigger things from A.J. Green, you know what I mean? And this is just another example, kind of like the A.J. Brown situation last year where, you know, you just got to go with the talent, man, and not the situation because the cream will usually rise to the top in, you know, in Dynasty, so – this is just a lesson to learn going forward. Cause, and I'm one that needs to follow this advice too, because I remember taking him in one of my startups this off season and people, you know, it was a couple people like, bro, like he was probably going to be there. I don't know why he took it. I was like, bro, he's my wide receiver three. Like pre, this is pre draft too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they were kind of like, yeah, right. But you know what I mean? It's not looking too crazy right now, bro. So exactly. I, I, I should have followed my own vice advice uh, because when he got drafted to the bingos, I kind of, you know, fell off him a little bit. I didn't value him as high. So follow the talent, man, not the situation in Dynasty. Tyler Boyd <clears throat> saw one less target than T. Higgins. Um, eight, caught six for 41. He's just a safe play every week. It's never, it's never, I don't think it's going to be nothing sexy. You know what I'm saying? You're just not expecting nothing pause. Um, he does have the easiest matchup uh, against that defense going against Jimmy Moreland, who was allowing a 69% catch rate. Uh, nice. I currently got him around 19. <laughs> that is my ranking for Tyler Boyd right now. How about you yeah. tell where we all have him at? I don't see that. I'm just looking at mine. You don't? It's to the left. I'm not we have him at 17 consensus, and consensus. I have him at 17, Javar at 16, and Gabe at 19. For sure. Yeah, I, I like him. He's, he's just like a, um, Robert Woods. He'll probably get more touchdowns, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's not really a touchdown guy. Oh, well, just like a Robert Woods. Not this year. Robert Woods, like, in, in his glory days. Uh, A.J. Green, zero catches off five targets last week. I mean, only three games. Sitting and watching. Has he scored over just eight? stop right there, bro. Um, <laughs> Drew, Drew Sample, um, still, with all the volume, he still gets no action. So, we sit him, of course, too. Anything else from that side yeah. of the ball? Nope. Uh, on the other side of the ball, we got Alex Smith um, coming into the game as the starter. I think this is the second game starting, right? Mm, yes, sir. Uh, Cincinnati is giving up 265 yards through the air. Um, Alex Smith threw the ball 55 times last week and only had 16 points. Uh, that's kind of hard to believe. That's a lot of times. No touchdowns. That's pretty that's, cool. That, that'll do it. Yep. Um, I don't think you can trust them in QB1 leagues, but I do got them – above people like Jared Goff. So I think in like Superflex leagues, you can roll them out there. Yeah, for sure. Start him in Superflex. You know, Cincinnati haven't been that great on defense against quarterbacks. So I, I like it, especially the pinch with the injuries and quarterbacks losing their star wide receivers. Yep. Yeah, I just think he had a bad luck of the draw last week because if you remember, Gibson got two rushing touchdowns and McKissick got a rushing touchdown. So very easily could have had a better game if even one of those went to him for a passing touchdown. So, all right, all right, all right. I like him. At, I like him in Superflex. I, I agree. Though. I want to start him in one QB. Serious question: Alex Smith or Joe Flacco? Who's asking? 
<laughs> not in not in your league. How about that? Not in your league. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you said who? Like Joe Flack. Joe. Alex Smith. Okay. Alex Smith, because this floor is, I think, is higher. Yeah. Flacco literally put up a point, uh, game with like three points, I think, this year. So it, it was against Gabe when I beat him by point ten. <laughs> so I remember. <laughs> I, I'm never gonna forget that. It could be shootout potential with Cincinnati, so I like that. Yeah. What was over under? 47? Yes, sir. Uh, speaking of the running backs, Antonio Gibson uh, found the end zone now three weeks in a row, 17 touches last week, two touchdowns, 65 yards. Top 20 in elusive ratings among running backs. And Cincinnati giving up 133 yards on the ground. I got him his top 10 play this week. I like it, man. Um. He only played 36% of the snaps last week, but they were trailing, I want to say, most of that game. They were playing catch-up pretty much the whole time. So with them as home favorites this week, I think that game script should play a little better for him, and he doesn't have to rely on you know so much on touchdowns. So if he was playing – I have him as a QB1 or RB1 too. If he was playing Q, if he was playing catch-up, then J.D. McKistick was playing the mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Are you stupid? <laughs> uh, uh, 15 targets last week, man. And like you said, he had the end zone. That's now two straight weeks with double-digit targets. Like, he's looking like he's about to be a damn league winner for some people this year, man. Especially in this, like, trash running back landscape. I wouldn't say league winner league because winner. even with all those targets, his, fuck, his freaking ceiling is still not that high. Um, I want to, like, what do you have? He had 15 targets. And how many yards he had? Forty-three yards. You see what I'm saying? So it, he's definitely a must-play. I feel like as a flex because that type of volume you just can't find that on the waiver wire. So I think he's a must-play man. But you know, I, I just want to call him a league winner. Maybe I'll win too far. Alex Smith is just going to pepper him with targets every. Exactly. Week. That's what he's known for too. Check down King. You know what I'm saying? So. I feel like even the McKissick owners aren't super excited to play him every week. You just have to. There's <laughs> no what nothing I mean, you can do the, about that. I looked at one of my teams. And I was like, "Oh, I got McKissick on the bench. Like, I guess I got to play him in the flex. Like, he's he's making you put him in your flex. Literally, and nobody traded for him either. Right. It's just like, oh, I got him. I'm just put him in the flex. That's a good little twelve points. <laughs> at least it seemed like. Exactly. Uh, Cam Sims, I don't think you're looking to start him, but um, he has been getting, you know what I'm saying, involved in the offense more. I think he had five targets last week, four the week before, and he looked good, but I don't think you can start him. In Dynasty, though, I would go pick him up if he's out there. He's probably not, though. But if he is, uh, Logan Thomas, <laughs> the new acquirer to the team, has yet to see under four targets this year. It's like um, they kind of like using him as they did in the Carolina offense with Greg Olson, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, it's not as good. And the tight ends landscape is pretty gross this year. So I think you can roll him out there. But I mean, it's just whatever. Definitely this week, man. He's because he scored double digit points in three of the last four weeks. And Cincinnati is allowing the second most points to tight ends. So great streaming option this week. Anything else from that game? Mm, nope. I think that covers it. On to the next one. We got Miami. On to the next. On, on to the next. Yes, if you come in. Oh, oh. Carlos is now doing the young dance. <laughs> <laughs> I only learn how to do dances like 10 years after they come out. Oh, wow. Blame the colonizers, man. I have no rhythm. <laughs> I'm black, though. I am black. <laughs> I'm a real boy. My, 
versus Denver, man. What's the all line? Well, we got uh New York Jets versus Chargers, right? No, we're not there yet. We're on the Miami. No, nah, we're doing Miami versus uh Denver. Denver. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh sorry, sorry. Yeah. It's no, it was no line. It was no line when I was doing my research. So all right. Wow, I wonder why. Maybe because Drew Locke might not play. Drew Locke, yep. Uh, Tua is the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. However, he has only thrown over 200 yards once in his early career, which is only three games. Um, five touchdowns, though, however, and no interceptions. So that's good to see. Uh, Denver, however, is in the top half of the passing defenses, only allowing 231 yards through the air per game. Um, I just traded for Tua, so he's in my lineup. So how do y'all feel about this? <laughs> I mean, I like Tua, you know, it should be some uh, one quarterback leads. It may be, it should be some better options. His ceiling is only so high, especially since Miami is just trying to play some great defense and, you know, potentially, you know, run the ball and, and score. So they're just limiting to opportunities. He's not, he don't have the keys to Ferrari, to the Ferrari like Burrow and um, your boy in sense. I mean, your boy in uh, Her- what, on Harder, Los yeah. Angeles. Chargers. Yeah, I agree. Um, so you're saying he's a start in one QB league or two QB leagues? I said two. I, said, yeah, I got two, two QB leagues. That's that's yeah. what I would do. I think. I mean, if you have to go to him in one QB leagues, I wouldn't be mad at it. Mad at it because I think he does provide a high floor. You know, if you take away that first game yeah. when you know that was his first ever NFL game, I'm not gonna blame that on him. So I think he could be a safe option, but I would prefer him in super flex leagues. I have him at QB 18 this week and Denver isn't a hard, you know, they're middle of the road defense. So I'm not really scared of the matchup. Yep. If he starts running some more, uh, he, he could definitely increase that ceiling. Just be uh, careful. <laughs> that hip. Don't let your hip fall out. Exactly. Every time he was don't doing that, that, I was like, oh, don't, don't let that hip slip. <laughs> Savon you know, Fitz, Fitzpatrick probably back over there like, what you doing? Whoa. You me take it serious? I'll take it serious. <laughs> <laughs> like right. Look, every time he comes to silent, how you hip? Hip iron? <laughs> hip super awesome. hard on the hip. Right. <laughs> Good play, bro. bro. <laughs> 29 opportunities uh, for Savon Ahmad last week. Uh, 75. Ahmed. It's Ahmed. I don't know why, but it's Ahmed. All right. Um, 75% of the snaps, 85 yards and a touchdown last week. Um, Denver allowing 128 yards on the ground per game. I like Ackman this week. Yep, he's uh right into that Miles Gaskin role, bro. Like he's not getting the targets though. He I think he only got like one target. Yeah, that is true. Um, but he did, I want to say he ran the most routes out of the running backs. Mm. So it, it was just probably one of them games where they didn't target any you know target the running back like that but he did run the most route so um still like him he's a he's a solid rb2 this week yeah solid rb2 uh Devontae parker still led the team in targets with seven only caught two of them last week he'll see a lot of aj Boye this uh week uh, who's been a downgrade ever since he left jacksonville only 50 only graded 53 by pff and giving up a 68 percent catch rate um just with the ceiling of two, I don't think we can see Devonta Parker as more than a wide receiver three right now. And yeah, I agree. Touchdown. Uh, Jakeem Grant, eight touches for 78 – I mean, eight catches for 78 yards and a touchdown um, over the last two weeks. He'll see a same Bassey? 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 Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go with that. Yeah, who's giving up an 88% catch rate uh, on 178 targeted routes. So – I like Jakeem Grant as a flex play. Um, with 
Preston Williams being out, I think uh, that he's next in line for targets. He looked like it, however. Yeah, he's a nice desperation flex play. Played 75% of the snaps. Mm-hmm. Caught four of his five targets with a touchdown. So, I mean, you could do worse. I said that, but you just said it again, so it was cool. Oh, you said the four out of five targets? Mm-hmm. Sorry, man. I'll be, like, looking at stats and stuff. <laughs> You're not listening to me, bro? Stats so nice, we said it twice. Uh, my, Mike Jaseki, two weeks with at least 40 yards. Um, Hey, why not? At this point, bro, if you got a tight end, wait, wait. Just play them, bro. I, I will say, I think that, like, if you are not, if you, you know, if you have multiple tight ends that you use regularly, they should have like numbers not in the same like 80s. Like, let's have somebody with a 70s number and a 60s number because I was really excited about Gaseki scoring a touchdown, only to find out that it was not him that scored mm-hmm. a touchdown last week. So, you know, that's very annoying. So, you know, it's like when please. Marvin Jones <laughs> catches a touchdown and it's not exactly, exactly, bro. I hate it. <laughs> um, on to the other side of the ball. Gunshots from my boy Drew Locke. Four straight weeks with at least forty attempts. Um, threw the ball four, threw four picks last week to the Raiders, who are not a good passer defense. Um, going up against the turnover machine that is the Miami Dolphins is looking like a sick game for Drew Locke, whether he plays or not. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely. I know he put up some good games before last week, but. I'm definitely sitting him against Miami. Uh, Melvin Gordon and Phillip Lindsay. Um, I was sitting those guys four straight weeks in a row under uh, double digit carries for Phillip Lindsay. Uh, Melvin Gordon not looking much better. He did see 11 touches last week. I mean, 11 rushes last week. Uh, 14 targets over the last four weeks. Um, Seven came in one game. Miami has given up 128 yards on the ground, and Locke will possibly look to lean on him, especially if he's hurt playing with the bruised ribs. They're probably going to lean on that run game. But I don't think you can play Gordon as nothing more than like probably like a borderline three, borderline four. I mean, two, you know what I mean? Like, right yeah. On. I have him as a back end RB2. And Phillip is more, nothing more than a flex right now. Yep, back in RB3 for Phillip. I really. I really don't feel comfortable starting either either of them, especially if they're going to be behind. So, yeah. uh, we never said we was comfortable starting any of them. We just know how <laughs> crazy this you know these running backs is, bro. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jerry Judy seen at least eight targets in the last in each of the last three weeks, uh, but he will see a lot of Xavier Howard. So I do expect him not to have a good game. He's a sit for me. Um, yeah, Kate- I agree. KJ Hamler, however, we talked about him last week, or I talked about him last week. Um, he got another 10 targets this week, man. So that's 20 in the last two weeks. Um, he will have the easiest matchup out of the wide receivers going against Neek Needham, who's giving up a 68% catch rate. I think you can roll him out there probably as like a wide receiver three, a little middle wide receiver three. I would feel safe. Yeah, I can dig it. The volume, follow the volume. No offense, um, put up a disappointing day, but he still got seven targets. And like I said, if you got a tight end at this point, just roll him out there and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, matchup does get better this week. He's um, the Chargers are allowing the fourth most points to tight end. So hopefully he comes through with a good game this week because he hasn't really done shit since coming back from injuries. Hey, just get injured, bro. You always play better when you no, oh, 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 hey. not like injured, bro. You know what I'm hey. saying? Like he he catches a touchdown and he limps to the side and he comes back and he catches like a thirty yard pass. 
Like that's yeah, I guess. I just know that she, if you had fans, you probably wouldn't have said that shit. <laughs> but, you, I, but it's like, no, I like, who, who is that? Nah, like, I know what you meant. Was that I Matt Burrito, though? That was Matt yeah, Burrito? Yeah, Remember Matt Burrito, yeah. every time he was on the injury list, he would go off? That shit, yeah, it was wild. <laughs> Too bad, he couldn't even get it. And towards ACL one game, came back and had a monster game. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm about to be out for the next year, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, that is it from that game. Since Carlos wanted to get to this game so bad, here goes yes. versus the Chargers. Yuck. Uh, yeah, it is pretty bad. For one side of the ball, anyway. What's the line? Uh, New York New York Jets, nine and a half point underdogs, 46 and a half point over under. Oh, that's a lot of points. Joe, big play Flacco. Um, he he put up a good game last time they played. You know, they had a bye week last week, so the last time they played was against the Patriots. He had a three-touchdown game, 250-plus yards. Uh, this week he would be up against the Chargers, though, who only given up 232 yards a game. I don't think you can force it. But do you like him over, like, hmm? I mean, it's it's – it's hard. I mean, he did have that was his best game in the last three years, but he still ranks 34th in deep ball completion, 33rd in play action completion. And you know, the Chargers defense haven't been that great either this year. They're top 12 in the NFL in yards allowed per pass attempt, bottom five in points allowed per play. You know, this is not a plus matchup, but everything about the Jets have been so awful and it's really hard to trust Flacco but if you if you're in a pinch like like I stated earlier with Flacco Alex Smith on I feel, gonna start. I feel like it's a dice it's a, a toss up I took my chances and grabbed Winston everywhere so now I gotta roll the dice with either Flacco or Alex Smith. So. I think it just depends on what you need. If you need upside then Flacco might have it because Chargers are allowing the seventh most points to quarterbacks, so I feel like he might have a higher ceiling. He did put up a good game against New England, mm-hmm. but I think Alex Smith is a safer player, so it really just depends on what you need. But just before we go further, I was looking at the wrong game when I mentioned Noah Fant as a good matchup. For some reason, I was looking at the Chargers still. So um, Miami's actually allowing the six fewest points to tight end, so still want to start him because you probably have nobody else better than him, but temper expectations. Good stat correction. On to the next, um, the running backs. We got LaMichael P. Ryan officially named the starter now. I mean, I don't know how much that changes anything. But, I mean, well, they did name DeAndre Smith the starter, and he came out there and had a blast game. So, I don't see that coming. Yeah, but the difference between those two teams is one, like, can move the ball and one can't. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I I read a stat that said that Josh Josh Adams has 100% of the Jets' carries inside the five-yard line. I was like, ooh. He might be a sleeper. But then I read further and they said they only have one carry from inside the five all year. So hilarious. You know what I mean? <laughs> y'all was y'all was looking like, nah, bro. Yeah, I mean, but you know, running backs, I mean, if you if you need to start him, he will get the volume. He should get the volume. So I probably mean, get at least 20 touches. Yeah. So the, the floor should be decent enough to not hurt you, but I just know his ceiling is going to be capped. He's not going to have a lot of scoring opportunities. Point, that's what yeah. you're looking for somebody not to give you zero, I guess so. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not trusting the running backs over there. Well, Michael P. Ryan or Philip Lindsay? Uh, P. Ryan. P. Ryan since he started. 
Yeah. I guess whatever that is. See, we just we just showed you what the land the running back landscape was at. I ain't trust nobody over there. Oh, I'll take P Ron over him though. <laughs> uh Jameson Crowder, only two targets in his first game back from injury, but he did find the end zone. He has a great matchup against Javon Campbell. Uh, who is allowed an 82% catch rate. I think this is a smash play for Jameson. Uh, of course, wide receiver two with the upside of always finishing in the top 12. Yeah, uh, you got to monitor this week because he, after seeing no less than 10 targets in his first four games, he only saw two against New England in their last week or in their last matchup or whatever. Yeah. So, but you know, when you look at when you think about it, Darnold was starting in the beginning of the year. They didn't have Perriman or Mims available, so that could have something to do with it. But if that trend continues, you know, we'll we'll readjust. But I agree, like you, you're starting him this week because he does have a good matchup. I'm already at I'm already at Justin. I got Crowder as a mid wide receiver three with a safe floor, and uh, I got Perryman as a low wide receiver three, but with a boom to him. You know. Because it could be a nice little connection with, with Flacco. And yeah. I'm, I'm not trusting Mims just yet. I want to see it one more time with Mims. And then if they get some action boiling this week, I, I might I might believe more in these pass catchers because they're going to get a lot of targets because they're going to be behind. Is it let Big Joe cook or what? Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was wild. Hey, Big wild. Joe. What? <laughs> Uh, Justin Herbert, um, he is he is a beast. Only one game under twenty points. That's the stat I was trying to say right there. So, so y'all still not buying my my Herbert might be the guy. Y'all still on the Burrow oh, train. better than Herbert Justin. is a guy. He's the guy. He's, He's just not, not the guy. Yeah, he ain't Joe Joseph. Joseph, you know what I'm saying we're gonna see. But I mean, bro, this right. They're both great quarterbacks, bro. It's just some of the stuff I see bro do, bro, as a rookie already is just like not, not stuff you usually see rookies do. Shit I seen him do in college. That's yeah, it's crazy. He's special. Uh Keelan Balapachow is revenge game. Yeah. Uh 24 touches following up uh that 18 touch game, man. Here we are talking about these trash running backs. 2020 is here, man. 2020 is real. If if you needed evidence as to how crazy this year is. Just look at Balage being a almost a must start as RB two. It's crazy. crazy twenty one opportunities. The last twenty one opportunities last two weeks scored double di- digits in both of the weeks. Man, Jets allowing the eighth most points to two running backs, bro. Like it, it, you got to hold your nose when you start this player, but he looks pretty good out there. That's crazy. I'll be one game. He might, bro. I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Finish as the, the RB one on the on the on the week. I would probably retire if I was Joshua Kelly. Yeah. My my boy Tony O two years. He got beat out by Balage, bro. Damn. My boy my boy Tony O two years too late on the Balage train. Yeah. Or two years too early, I should say. Damn. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Tony O. Uh Keenan Allen looking for a bounce back game after um the three catch performance last week. He did end up in the end zone, however, that saved his week. Uh, he will see Corey Ballantine or Ballantine. I don't know however you want to say it. Um, who primarily covers the slot receiver is giving up a 78% catch rate. So, of course, you're rolling him out there. Mike Williams, however, how do you feel about Mike Williams is the question. Well, the thing is, he's not going to play that uh, Miami defense this week. And uh, he's going to get up against this cupcake matchup. You got to roll him out there, a wide receiver. Uh, too low end right now. But he got a lot of upside, especially this week. 
Yeah, he's very volatile. Last four weeks, he's posted two duds and then two solid weeks. So hopefully this should be one of his solid weeks because the matchup is good, like you mentioned. So I am fine rolling him out there as wide receiver three. Hunter Henry um, is a start also for me. Uh, tight ends are averaging four and a half catches with 50 uh, yards per game versus the Jets. So I like him. He just won't yep. be, he did get into the end zone last finally, week. He finally got into the end zone. I'm about to say, yep, he finally got it since week four, and he's tied on a team in second and red zone target since week seven. So, you know, it's a little it's a little sunshine coming in with uh Hunter Henry. So just hang in there. That's that positive regression, baby. Um, on to the other side of the uh well, that's it, right? So yeah, on to the next my dog. Um What's we got the Green Bay Packers? They and they are at the Indianapolis Colts. Yep, Green Bay one point underdogs and fifty one point over under. All right, fifty eight, fifty one. I was gonna say, damn, they expect Philip Rivers to do that much. Um, Aaron Rodgers, of course, you're gonna start him, even though he is going against the top, uh, the number one defense in the league. Yeah, you still gotta start him. I want to say I saw a stat today that said that they haven't faced a top 10 top quarterback. Team. Yeah. But I don't believe that, though. I feel like that's weird because they played Lamar Jackson. I mean, so I they guess haven't he... played a top 10 quarterback. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's top 10, I guess. Is he not top 10 this year? Lamar, like, he's like 10. Uh, no, nah, he might be top 10. He might be top 10. Let's see. Let's see. He's top 10. He's he been averaging like 16 points. That would be a, a crazy stat right there, bro. If that's true. I've seen that somewhere, too. I don't know where I've seen it at. Maybe I heard it on the podcast. Or something. Uh, he, yeah, he's number nine right now. So, yeah, so that's not, yeah, that's what I was, immediately my first hit went to, and, and then they just played, uh, then they, no, not, not that was somebody else, but I knew they just played Lamar Jackson and I know he's the top quarterback. But anyway, um, so I'm always trusting the discount double check, man. I've learned from many years, uh, don't sit Aaron Rodgers because every time I sit Aaron Rodgers, like it hurts me. So, yeah, he already had his bad game this year, so you, you can't do it again, Rodgers. So, you have no choice but to have a good game. It is a bad matchup, though. They're allowing 14.8. So even if they did, you know, only play nine top 10 quarterbacks for you to have only allow 14.8 points mm-hmm. through 10 weeks is still super solid. solid. So, um, you know, just keep that in mind. But you're not you're not sitting there, Rogers. Start your studs. Start your studs. Aaron Jones has been quiet, uh, not finding the end zone since week six. The volume is still there. He had at least five targets in the last two weeks. Um, low running back one, as, as pretty much now. Still rolling out there. Start your studs. Devontae Adams, start your studs. Uh, Robert Tanyan, a good play this week, I think, going against Bobby Okariki, who is uh, giving up an 86% catch rate. Uh, PFF having graded as a 45. Uh, he'll be primarily cover, um, covering the tight ends. I think they'll move – Tanyan back closer to the tight end, like his natural position with Lazard coming back. Uh, my question is, MVS or Lazard, how do y'all feel about both of them this week with Lazard expected to be? I, n- I never really trusted MVS. He done had all these opportunities. You know, he's very volatile. And every time Lazard is in, some for some reason that football finds him. So if Lazard is healthy enough and they say he's going to play a good amount of plays, I'm starting Lazard over MVS. Yeah, I like Lazard over him. And I also I wouldn't I would I personally wouldn't recommend Tanyan as a start. Um not sure what his targets have been like that, like 
that this year or just, you know, recently. But I do know that Indianapolis is allowing only four points a game to tight end. So, you know, they're pretty solid across the board on defense. So I would look elsewhere. I have them at 18 this week, I want to say. Yeah, I have them at 18 this week. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. But, hey, why you never accepted that trade for Lazard and Hines? Oh, because I, you know, I don't, it wasn't, I didn't need it. <laughs> I have like seven receivers, bro. Like, shit. Come correct, bro. Huh? Who are you trying to get? I'm trying to get Hans. Let me get Hans, bro. Oh, okay. I'm going to send something else after the pod. Let's get through this. Um, On the other side of the ball, Phillip Rivers, but we're like, would you trade him before Sunday or what? <laughs> I'm just bro, checking. We're talking after the pie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Rivers, man, only three top 18 performances allowed for quarterbacks um, by the Packers defense. I guess you could say, I was about to say passing, but Packers defense in general. And I, I don't trust Philip Rivers ever. Um, so it's always sit Philip Rivers for me. Um, Naheem, Naheem Hines, man, the birthday boy last week, 18 touches, 115 yards, two touchdowns. Soon to be on my team if Carlos presses the button. Uh, the pack, the Packers are allowing 110 yards on the ground. Um, Naheem Hines is number 31 in the loser rating among running backs, and and the Packers are allowing the second most uh, PPR points per game to running backs. I like Naheem Hines, man, I, and I don't even care about nobody else besides Naheem Hines in that backfield. Yeah, he's a flex play, definitely. Um, just be aware because he can, you know, after his first week performance, yeah. he followed that up with one touch the next week. So it looks like they're they're very game plan specific this year, man, how to deploy their running back. So, you know, at, with the game he had last week, is it's going to be hard to sit him unless, you know, you just loaded a running back like, you know, your boy. But, you know, is it gonna I be understand anybody game? that got to roll him out as a flex because. Game? Hey, did you lose last week? Mm-mm, oh. I did not. I won. You think it's Let's a go. Uh, it, it very well could be, bro, but the matchup is good. He looks like the best running back out there, so we'll see if it continues this week. But I think I think he is at least a flex play this week. I think you should definitely let let like let me see him on my team. So like you know, yeah, we can we can talk, bro. All right, for sure. Uh, Michael Pittman, two weeks in a row now with at least seven targets and fifty six yards last week with the breakout happen. Uh, seven targets. No, seven catches for 101 yards um, on 81% of the snaps played. Uh, winnable matchup this week against Josh Jackson with Jair Alexander still being out with that concussion. Um, that that I think that's hurting the Packers' defense a lot right now. Uh, just to, to I was just him. looking that up. I was like, is Jair Alexander going to be on him? But I forgot that he was hurt yeah. still. So, so I, I like Michael Pittman this week as a wide receiver three play. Yeah. yeah he I'm looked digging. like his best – His fa- definitely his favorite target out there, man, and – he looked good, bro. He passed the eye test, bro. Like he's he look, you know, Phillip Rivers used to having that that number one receiver, man. He really hasn't had that out there in Indianapolis because Tyree uh T.Y. Hilton has falling off a cliff. Or Philip Lindsay. I'm not Philip Philip Rivers just is trash. It could be a combination of both, but <laughs> Michael Pittman did show some life out there last week. So I'm I'm willing to roll him out there as a wide receiver three. I like him. I like him in the, the three or the flex, like you said. Yeah. Anybody else? Ty and Pascal both had five targets last week. Um, but yeah, I don't like both any of them. Not looking their way. I'm starting to think I need to sit Burton too. Yeah, I was definitely for me this week. I want to say more Ali Cox ran more routes than him last week. 
I think Moali hurt this week though. Oh, for real. I seen something on the injury, uh, something about. It. I don't mm. know if he's played. He might be questionable, but I definitely he's on the injury list. Mm. But uh, I don't know Burton this week either, man. After after all the all the hope and shine that we was gonna get from Trey Burton, it ain't looking like shit, bro. Yeah, and uh, Mo Ali Cox is playing this week. Mm. So yeah, it's a murky situation out there. I mean. If you got to throw them out there, hey, if you play a tight end premium, it kind of really don't matter if you throw a tight end out there. They should get you seven points if they catch the ball two or three times. But, yeah, man, it's not it's not looking good. Um, On to the next game. We got the Dallas Cowboys at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Alain? Got Dallas coming in as seven-point underdogs, 47-and-a-half over or under. Um, Andy Dalton going up against a Minnesota defense that is allowing 267 yards through the air game. Uh, volume could be the problem as the Dalvin and Cook effect could um, essentially lower the targets. You talking about for Andy for Dalton? The ball, yeah, because they could run the clock out essentially. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Andy Dalton yeah. this week. Um, First game back, you know, he had COVID and he had a, that concussion that he was out with. So, and the week before that, he looked like he was lost out there in that offense. So, I'm not trusting him this week. He's a sit. Zeke has logged a touchdown, has not logged a touchdown since week five, and his highest point in that time span has been 12 in half PPR leagues. Um, He's still looking for that first 100-yard game. The Vikings are giving up 115 yards on the ground. Uh, he was outside of my top 12, uh, but with Swift going out, uh, he's now in the top 12 at 12. How do you feel about Zeke? Still starting him based on the volume he's getting, but you got to temper expectation with how he's looked and the matchup. Vikings are allowing 11 fewest points to running backs, mm-hmm. and he's failed to top double-digit points in his last four games despite averaging 19 and a half opportunities. So his lack, I believe his lack of scoring opportunities is the reason for this drought. You got weeks one through five where he led the league in carries from inside the five with 14. Weeks six through 10, he's 28th in the league with only one carry from inside the five. So they're just not moving the ball without Dak Prescott out there at quarterback. So his scoring opportunities are going to be limited. So that's where his ceiling is capped, but he's getting the volume. So you have to start him. Ugly start too. Every almost every dynasty I'm in, I think I done seen Zeke on the block a second, like two or three. I I, I got him for one week and traded him. So <laughs> this, I'm out. Shark Tank, come out. Uh, the Dallas wide receivers. Uh, I know we talked about Andy Dalton, but they all look capable in the one week that Andy Dalton did play, even though it was a shootout. Um, they all got at least five targets. I just don't know if you can trust any of them. Uh, I would trust Cooper with him back. He did get 10 targets in week six, week six when Dalton played. And he does have a good matchup against Chris Jones, allowing an 85% catch rate. So, you know, they're going to have to throw the ball being a seven-point underdog. So, I think I would, you know, start him as a wide receiver three, though. I wouldn't I, crazy I, with it. I like CeeDee Lamb, too. He, he had, like, uh, 10 targets himself that week Dalton played. Uh, or he had 11 targets to be exact that week when uh, Don plays. So I, I like him as a wide receiver three too. Roll him out there. So everybody but Gallup. Yeah, yeah I'm out. 
for some reason, it just seems like he's not as talented or something. Him and Dalton Schultz. On to the other side of the ball, we got Kareem, uh, not Kareem, Kirk, hey. no cousins. You're not even nowhere close to my cousins, bro. Like, my cousin <laughs> would never do me how you do my fantasy teams. <laughs> really trash, bro. I really hate him a lot. Like, there's no way I should have Dalvin Cook on my team and he had 400 yards in two weeks and I lose both of those games. Damn. Well, so he's a sit. <laughs> uh, Dalvin the Cook, past, huh? The past two weeks, he been coming through a little bit though. Who? Kirk Cousins? Yeah. Oh yeah, he did shit. He had seventeen last week, so he didn't really hurt you. Well, last it week. was it was a combination. It's a combination of him and Jared Goff. Like if he, Jared Goff against the best. Well, I'm a, I'm gonna go on my rant when once we get there. Um, that, that makes a difference if you got Cook and Jared Goff. That makes a difference. All right. I mean, uh, Cousins and Jared Goff, that makes a difference. Okay. So bro. horrible, bro. Dalvin Cook, I do expect him to be a star. Um, Dalvin, yep. I think Dallas is giving up the second most I, rushing yards on the ground. I, I don't think Dalvin Cook ever moves out of anyone running back one spot. <laughs> the Cowboys are giving up 157 yards rushing on the ground, so that's right up Dalvin Cook's alley. So he'll probably have 300 this game. I need it. I need it, but please. Um, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, I think this would be one of those games that they are affected by the Dalvin Cook effect. Um, just with I don't think they'll be having to throw a lot. I don't expect them to be down by much this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got them as both borderline wide receiver twos just because, you know, you never know, especially uh, how Adam Thielen looked with that great catch last week. And Justin Jefferson had a good week, too. Exactly. And that was something we mentioned last week, too. And after, you know, coming off the week where Thielen didn't perform very well, like, you know, he just, it was just bad luck. Irv Smith getting the two touchdowns. And we knew that, you know, Thielen is targeted a lot in the end zone. He leads the league or leads all wide receivers with 13 end zone targets. So, you know, the ceiling might not be as high this week because it might just be a Dalvin Cook game, but, you know, he's always going to have a chance to score. And same with Jefferson. His ceiling might not be there, but he has a good matchup against Awuzie, who's a graded out as a 67 on PFF, and he leads all receivers in yards per route run. Yeah, so he's a stud. Yeah, yeah, um, he's a stud. Y'all almost starting Thielen every week. Um, Justin Jefferson, is he up there? I like Jefferson over Thielen some weeks. I think Thielen is just he has that touchdown ceiling. But like as far as like big game, I I, I like. Yeah, Jefferson's ceiling is looks like it's higher. Yeah, right. So, he, yeah. Does, he doesn't get into the end zone as much as he bro. Was. He is so good, bro. It, it was one play, oh, bro, where like he like he caught something across the middle, and just the way he just straight cut upfield, bro. It was just so fast, bro. Like, oh, job, bro. Like, yeah, it's, hey, you it think was, he's good? Wait till you see Chase. Um, I can't think of his last name right now. You talking about the dude, uh, the dude from okay, LSU? Dude from LSU that, that I can't think of his Waddle. Is it Waddle? No, not Waddle. No, no, that's that's a real tie right Chase, now. It's like Chase Lamar, Chase Jamar, something. Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I've been hearing a lot, a lot, a lot. Jefferson is good. Wait till you see him. Uh, yeah, I seen him. I seen him while I was watching Je- Justin Jefferson tape last year. So I know a little bit about him. But I haven't did my deep dive yet, but wait I have been hearing you. like crazy good things about him. Uh, we'll wait for the rant. I was at yeah. the game when uh, LSU played Alabama uh, the year they went to the title. And while I was watching the game, I'm like, who the hell is number one in 22? Mm. And then it, then it was like, who the hell is this quarterback? Because you know it was like week four is so, so early. Who so, the hell is this running back? Right. Like, <laughs> who, who, you can who, tell Javar not even a real Alabama fan because he still say stuff like Alabama. 
Yeah, I did hear that. Let's go to that Bammer game, baby. No, 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 Bammer. We're going to go to Bammer playing them damn Tigers. <laughs> you know what time it is. Bro, die. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> Bro, you are from Clayton County, Georgia. <laughs> um, on to the next game we got. Was, is this Sunday night? Yep. I've been waiting all day for a Sunday night. Waiting all day for the Sunday, Sunday night. I think y'all, y'all have a new career path, man. Uh, real? Making that so They really got to come out with a Thursday game. It's really trash that they don't got one. The Chiefs yeah. um at the Raiders. You got a line? We do not because apparently the whole offensive line is in danger of missing the Raiders game. Isn't this the second time where, they, where we're in danger of missing the whole? They miss, They've been testing. They, yeah, they, it could be like it's it's that thing where they you know they got to test positive for five straight games. So I ain't seen nobody test positive, not test positive for five straight games. So I feel yeah. like like if you're on the five straight game plan, you're gonna play Sunday. It's just the fact that they're not practicing at all because of that. So. Mm-hmm. That's they don't have no line for it. I wish I remember what game that was that they didn't do last time. See if they how how they played that game. Where well, they didn't play the whole. They, I don't remember. I don't remember which week that was. Yeah. Well, anyway, Patrick Mahomes, man, I expect him to come back with a vengeance. Uh, even though he did put up three hundred and forty yards, two touchdowns, he threw his first and only pick that he's thrown all year against the Raiders. What? And they lost their only game all year against the Raiders. So what? I expect him to come back out there and try to like. Really push that shit in pause. And the Raiders did a victory lap around the airport. They say or something like that. He found the head coach found it disrespectful, but whatever. Let them guys party, man. And the Chiefs yeah. players just sent back like, look at these these guys. I like they like you've been here, bro. Like, <laughs> Come on, guys. Moral, moral victories you, and shit, bro. Look at right. these moral victories. Off of Come on, guys. I see you in three weeks or some shit. Like I see, I see you in two weeks. Y'all really <laughs> trying to piss my holes off? Yeah, right, keep that same five hundred yards. <laughs> right, right. He might just throw a touchdown from his couch, you know. So fucking wild. Um, right, E H and Bell, man. How you feel about them? It's been really trash since Bell got there. Is it time to sit C H? Are you sitting C H? I don't you think you could sit them. They just haven't been running the ball. It seems like team has been forcing Mahomes. How it sounds crazy, but. They really have been forcing Mahomes to throw the ball a lot. Like, if you notice, Mahomes has been, like, in, up in the 300, 400-yard games, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So, but, I, I mean, CH, I'm still comfortable starting because he is getting about two-thirds of the snaps. So, I'm comfortable starting him. I'm just, you know, tempering expectation because he's not getting that full workload like he was getting to start the year. But I'm still going to start him because the Raiders are trash against the run. Big trash, big trash. Bell, I don't know. I don't think I – I don't know, man. Maybe he has a flex play, desperation flex play, because I think he got like three touches last game, man. So, you really can't do nothing with that. Every time it's a cupcake matchup, he had to still eat cupcakes and stud out there playing. So, I'm I'm a Bell truther, man. I miss that guy playing football. (laughs) This guy has literally not did anything for Javar's team since we started this first (laughs) dynasty league where he took him early. And he's still a trooper, bro. <laughs> bro, you you is too nice. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Like he's dead to me. He's dead to me. <laughs> you love him, too. I'm sorry to hear about y'all breaking up. Um, Tyreek Hill, of course, he's a star. Um, mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins is expected to play. Um, 
he went out, I think, in the game against the Raiders or the game. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was the game. Um, but he was efficient before he went out, at least seven targets a game. And how you feel about him, Jabbar? Yeah, I'm about to say I like him. You know, I think he's a good flex play. You know, they're going up against the swag defense, the secondary. So, yeah, you got to roll him out there. He's going to get the targets. We just said that make him home, throw the ball. So, you got to roll him out there, man. And uh, what you call this on the COVID list? He's not playing McCole. So, yeah. McCole Harmon on the COVID list? Something yeah, close I think to he is. like that. So, he's not playing. So that's why I got next Robinson. You know, since McCole's not playing, if you're in the pinch, you could consider him in the flex. But I like no. Robinson a lot more with um, McCole not playing. No, I, I mean, still, he was already playing over him anyway. But it's just right, it's still always weird when they both on the field together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, with with Watkins back, man, I'm not trusting anybody. Like it's hard for me to trust Watkins, but. I'm willing to play him like as a middling wide receiver three or flex play type player. But like you said, it's a, it's a, um, what we call that? A, a shuffle. Mm-hmm. You don't know who's going to have the oh, good the game outside of rush. Ty- nah. You don't know who's going to have the good game out of outside of Tyreek or Kelsey. So I for sure like Watson's chances over Robertson, but if you're in a pinch, you know, it's yeah. Yeah. It's ugly out here in these streets, my guy. Um, Travis Kelsey, of course, goes without being said. On the other Chico. side of the ball, we got Derek Carr in in a bit of a rush pat in a bit of a rush patch. I don't know, I can't say that over the last couple of weeks. Um, some of that affected by the weather. You know, he had a couple of bad weather games. Uh, he did throw for three hundred and forty-seven yards and three touchdowns in the first matchup. Um, I think you can roll him out there. What was the line? Oh, you don't have. Um, don't have one. Uh, I'm pretty sure it'll probably be pretty high. Um, yeah, it's got to be pretty high. I think you can expect uh, Derek Kerr not to kill you. Yeah, yeah I mean, QB, Follow him in super flex leagues. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say with the injuries and all, I think he's uh, could be a streamable option with the upside because you know Mahomes and them are going to score. So you know, I, I, like you said, he can't hurt you. Uh, Josh Jacobs looked great last week. 112 yards on the ground. Um, he's still not getting the targets. He did get four last week. Still roll him out there. Oh, yeah. He's a must start with the Chiefs allowing the fifth most rushing yards per game this year. So, yeah, got that guy. Uh, Henry Ruggs, um, he did have this one good game against the Chiefs when they did play. Uh, he did drop a bomb that could have, um, you know what I'm saying, ended in a big week last week. He caught a big touchdown. He dropped a big touchdown bomb. I mean, you just can't trust him yet. Um, hopefully next year, you know what I'm saying, we see that wide receiver wide receiver year two breakout that we like to see. Uh, Darren Waller, of course, you're going to start him. That's pretty much all I got from that game. Yeah, you hit on it. That was my same exact thing I was going to say about rugs. Boom a bus, man. Roll the dice if you like or if you need it. I don't even, I don't even think you want to roll the dice on that one. You just let somebody else ride. I mean, he's gonna be, he, somebody going to catch the ball besides Waller. It could be. And uh, if he's throw 35 times, you know, at least hopefully five going to go to rugs. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so it's just that rugs doesn't get – like he's only seen five targets in that first week. So, and even five targets is not too much. So, if, with that being his season high, like I don't think you could trust him. Trust even him. in a high scoring game, it's just he's too volatile. It's playoff time right now, too. Playoffs, playoffs. 
Um. I, oh, and I did look up the rules. So we got one more week of regular season uh, tournament. So it's this week and next week. Playoff start week thirteen. Gotcha. Um. And on to that, y'all. That's it. Yep. That's it. What? Monday last night. game. Are you ready for some football? Hey, Monday night party. Yeah. Hey. Um, the Rams are at the Buccaneers. What we got? Rams four point underdogs, 48 and a half point over under. Um, we got Jared Goff. Fuck him too. Mm. I'm not starting him this week. Not so disappointing. Ever. Um, you got Green or uh Tampa Bay. They are let me see what they're allowing. They're allowing the eighth fewest points to quarterbacks. So mm. Uh, you know, this is the same defense that shut down Aaron Rodgers, man. And we know, even though they're good against the run, too, we know what the Rams want to do. They want to run the ball. So he's a sit for me outside of QB2 leagues, of course. Um, Let me see. Yep. Daryl Henderson only played 32% of the snaps last week. The touchdown saved his day as they went with the hot hand um, uh, with Malcolm Brown. Uh, the Bucks are giving up. At least eighty yards, oh, less than eighty yards on the ground per game. Uh, but they are, however, the third most. They're giving up the third most fantasy points to running backs through the air. Um, and so that leans toward a Malcolm Brown day. Um, I think Hendo at running back three, Brown at running back three, and Cam is just—he's uh, getting—he looks good out there. I think eventually. Cam actually led them in rush in uh, yards last year, last week, right? Yeah, yeah he, he did. Only, he only played twenty percent of the snaps though, so like twenty. Yeah, I think he had the most touches too, though. It's just it's ugly, man. You know we hate the, those backfields with three running backs, so it's going to be volatile. We don't know who's it's back to the beginning of the year, but we don't know who's going to be the guy. Yep. But I was still, I would still rank them with Henderson being ahead, and then Brown, and then Acres until we see that change. Like you know, I, 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 just, I guess they're just gonna go with it, with it, whoever the hot hand. Yeah, whoever has the hot hand. What What is a trended thing though? Um, Henderson usually tends to get touches in the red zone. That's what we need. That's the most important touches. That's gold right there. Boom. Um, all the wide receivers, man. I think you got a tip of expectations for all of them. Um, yes, I probably for Reynolds and Woods. I think uh Cup has the best matchup. He's going against Murphy Button, who that's who he'll see the most. Uh raked as a or graded as a 51 on PFF, allowing an 88% catch rate. Mm-hmm. Woods, I would temper. Carlton Davis has been pretty solid this year, allowing a 55% catch rate. And Reynolds, who's actually out-targeted um, Woods these last few weeks, I think he's averaging like nine targets a game over the last three weeks. Um, still starting him also, but, you know, he's going against Jamel Dean, who's also been solid, 59% catch rate. So he, I'm following him as a flex because he should get the volume. It's kind of weird. I didn't expect Woods or Reynolds to be getting yeah. this much volume. Where's Van Jefferson? Uh, On a bench. <laughs> Tyler Higby has seen the most targets last week that he's seen all year with six. Uh, play 83% of the snaps alongside of that. Um, he did catch three of them for 60 yards. Uh, Devin White is allowing an 86% catch rate. He probably has the best matchup on the field as far as like pass catchers go. Uh, I like Tyler Higby. Yeah, he's a streaming option this week. I like him this week. Streaming option. Good streaming. Solid streaming option anyway. Um, on to the other side of the ball, we got Tom the Goat Brady. 
Um, I got tempered expectations, and he going against against a good Rams defense that I don't think gets a, enough respect. Uh, they just shut down uh, Russ, the stove guy, Cooks. So I feel like you got to sit him. I'm not sit, not sit him, but tempered expectations. I didn't mean to say sit. Yeah, I agree. He might be outside of my top twelve this week. Yeah, I think he will be too. Uh, let me see where I got him at now. Let me see. I have Brady at. I have him at twelve now, but my final. My final adjustments haven't been made, so he probably will fall right outside those top 12 QBs. Yeah, Mike uh, – what's his name? Mike Evans probably will find himself on Ramsey Island this week, so you probably don't want to feel comfortable starting him. we already seen what it looks like against bad matchups. Uh, I think he's nice to, Yeah, he's – yeah, he just maybe temper expectation, but it was nice to see him get way more involved last week. I want to say he had like 11 targets. Uh, yes, eleven targets, and he's a second or third. I don't have the numbers right up in front of me. Second or third in end zone targets, so probably not going to see eleven targets again. But with him being involved like that in the when they you know get to the goal line, I think you know he's, you got to start him. Yeah, I mean you got to start him, but I think he's outside of my wide receiver too. I think he might be in wide receiver three for me, like a high wide receiver three for me. Yeah, he's like 25, 26. Um, however, I do think. Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown probably have a good day. Uh, I think Antonio Chris Godwin has the best matchup going against Troy Hill in the slot. Uh, mm-hmm. I still haven't seen enough from Antonio Brown. You know what I'm saying? You see the potential is there, but they just haven't uh, just made the connection on the, on, the, on an Antonio Brown type day that you want to see. So I he still look cool flex though. He still look cool with a flex throwing a flex. You know what I'm saying? He flex. missed them. He missed them by like he he could have had a 50 yard touchdown last week, but mm-hmm. it's just that chemistry's not at that point yet. But it's gonna kind it's gonna hit eventually. And the playoffs is gonna be scary. Yeah. Uh, Gronk, of course, he is the machine that he is. He's back, Hall of Fame. Gronk smash. Gronk smash. Smash Gronk. Uh. That is all I got, man. Y'all got anything else from that game? No. Uh, yeah. I think we did it again. Uh, we Big did another snow. classic, huh? Another classic. Yeah. Big snow. Big snow. Big Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> Burr. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Shout out to all the listeners out there. Shout out to everybody. Week eleven. Um. Shout out to the haters. Shout out to the haters. As always, man. YouTube, never mind. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, you can't say that we suck if you like begging to be on the show, like FI, but it's okay. <laughs> I, I was about to say that, uh, you know, the cater the greater, make your haters your motivators, you know. Exactly, bro. Yeah, shit. Hey, that boy, keep, Paul, gonna, don't even know it. We're going to keep giving you motivation, man, to be great. Um, Let's get it. And we're going to go ahead and get out of here on the week 12, man. Shout out to uh, shout out to Tonio as always. We out. Peace.